week, we like to meet one of you to hear about your financial objectives, challenges and lifestyle changes that are impacting your financial circumstances, and we ask one of our panel of experts to offer advice. Our listener Louis is a salesperson, and he met with Jimmy Lamb to tell him about his job and financial goals. Can you start by telling us what you do for a living? Hi, Jimmy. Uh, I work in a bank as a salesperson. Our team is part of the transfer banking, which falls under a big umbrella under corporate and institutional banking. Uh, although we are sales, we actually do provide advisory on cash management solutions to our corporate clients. For example, ranging from payments, collection, to liquidity solutions. Right. As people say, the bread and butter of the bank. And um, so when it comes to salesperson uh, role, uh, we may always think that the compensation is uh, always a low base plus uh, commission uh, on top. Um, is it the case for you? Uh, not really the case for me and in general for people working in banking. Uh, we, uh, we actually do not have any commissions but discretionary bonus which ties to our performance. Uh, it usually is ranged from two to six months, uh, particularly in transfer banking. Right, so if you, you do well, then you try to get the higher spectrum, like the six months. But when it's not so good, then maybe you fall back to two months. Yes, correct. Right. Um, so although you rely less on commission, you have pointed out just now, do you feel the pressure? Because after all, you're a salesperson. Uh, do you feel the pressure from the senior management on trying to uh, reaching out to as many clients as possible? Uh, pressure sort of. Each sales will have our individual scorecard. In my case, it's about the sales target, and the deposit growth target, and the revenue growth target of my portfolio. Uh, we and have some an annual objective. Basically. Yes, it's an annual goal. And then we also have regular team meeting to provide updates to our managers. And then subsequently, our manager will then to have a call report to the uh, senior management. Right. And um, but how would you describe um, your own current financial situation now? Um, and how do you handle your uh, asset portfolio? Because of our banking internal governance, uh, we are not allowed to invest any individual stocks, as we may hold some non-public informations, and there will be conflict of interest. And it's illegal as well, right? Uh, yep. And instead, uh, I actually buy ETFs of Hansen Index and A50 shares. And uh, actually, last year, I also bought a flat in Shanghai. Uh, oh, okay. So you're allowed to buy uh, ETFs, um, Hong Kong underlyings. Yes, so, we are allowed okay. to buy ETFs. But as not as the individual. Oh, but not the individual stocks. Yes. I see. And you made a big. Investment, you just pointed property. out property, <laughs> yes. right? And that is for your own uh, building, your own family. In the uh, future. Yes, right. Um, so, um, I mean, other than uh, so, I, I presume you have used. Uh, how do you finance your purchase? Is it you use mainly your savings plus, uh, or and I'm assuming you take on some uh, big uh, yes, loan. saving mostly for my down payment. Uh, and luckily, we do have some start mortgage plan. Uh, with our bank. Oh, okay. So you have some kind of discounted. Uh, uh, yeah, sort of. Okay, uh, and um, I mean, looking at the future, um, what was your objectives uh, in terms of your personal finance and also your career? Uh, frankly speaking, I'm not an expert on personal investment, 
but still I would expect to have any return which can outrun the inflation rate at least. And uh, how are you doing so far? I mean, if you look on your investment, uh, is it doing what you want to do? So far, I think it's achievable to outbid the inflation rate. Uh, okay. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you look to continue that momentum. Yes. In the future. Mm-hmm. And then for Korea, actually, I'm hoping to build my own reputation of being one of the top sales. As well as a trust consultant in the transition banking field, so that's my uh, career goal. Right, and um, so you hope to also to build your, try to make more uh, money <laughs> from your from your primary job. Mm-hmm. And have you considered, for example, I don't know, uh, like secondary job to try to maximize the income because you have um, taken on a, a mortgage and uh, assume your. Your monthly expense will become much higher than before. Right? Mm-hmm. Secondary job, not at this moment. So for now, I primarily focus on my um, bank job in the banking. I think uh, it is. Um, I do some quite see some uh, big incremental for the coming few years if I, if I do it well. Okay, so you see the potential growth of your uh, salary, correct? Right, right. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, but how about on the expense side? Do you see? Uh, do you feel the pressure eating into your uh, monthly uh, savings plans because you need to pay pay a considerable amount to your mortgage? Yes, uh, definitely. Uh, the biggest part of my expense is from the mortgage. Uh, but for now, I think it's still manageable. Mm-hmm. Right. And in the future, are you looking to, um, I don't know, have kids or those kind of future plans? Do you have that in mind at the moment? Uh, that's uh, still under planning. Under planning, okay. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you just heard our listener Louis talking about his financial objectives. Jimmy Lam went to meet David Ong, Managing Director of Salus Resources, for some advice. Morning, David. Good morning, Jimmy. So you've heard uh, Lewis, uh, he is a salesperson. Um, what do you make of his um, investment strategy and portfolio? Given he mentioned he invests mainly in the ETFs like Hang Seng Index, A50 Index. Well, currently, um, the Hong, Hong Kong stock market or the um, X shares is, I feel that is already at a rather peak level. So I, I will recommend him to be cautious, or maybe it's time for him to tune down the risk level, because he's just recently bought a yeah. residential property, and it's normal that the monthly expenses will increase once he commences with the mortgage payment. So I think it's time for him to switch from high risk to relatively conservative right. for a period of time okay. until he get used with his cash flow. Oh. I think the, the challenge for the youngsters in Hong Kong is having a practical cash flow management and it will help him if he, he is able to establish a practical or effective cash flow management plan, it will help him to deal with all kinds of sudden changes. So I would like to suggest him, maybe it's time for him to liquidate 
um, high percentage of his current portfolio in the stock market. And to prepare for the changes, it will come up after his commencement of the mortgage payment and also moving into his new place to enjoy a rather relaxed or deluxe. <laughs> and I think it, it may be helpful for him. Right. So, for example, he wanted to take out some money, maybe put it aside, like an emergency yes. fund, um, like more cash, uh, yes. current account. He need to, because mortgage payment is a commitment for certain maybe 25, 30 years. And, and currently, especially for the youngsters, they are facing a rather um, unstable working environment. So, and given the sales, it's given the sales nature, right? And economy, economy can turn yes. bad. Like, yes. So all of a sudden, maybe he he has to change his job or being redundant, then or lay off. Then he need to have some emergency reserve. In such situation, I would recommend him at least to keep six months of the monthly expenses as an emergency reserve. Such money should not buy any shares or any investment tools, simply fixed deposit or in saving account. It may help. Right. And also going forward, um, Lewis, well, at some point in time, may he has a flat now. Uh, maybe yeah. he's planning to have his own family, and yes. and expense will only go up, right? Sure. At this stage of his life. So, sure. um, but apart from putting money aside um, to handle the expense, what do you think he should do or invest um, with um, his portfolio? I think the first priority is to build up the emergency reserve. Especially, he's also planning to have kids, because. All the family members relying on his earning ability. So I think it's important for him to build up such emergency reserve for him and also for his family. And of course, at the same time, he should secure with um, proper insurance for covering him in case of something really bad happened to him, hmm. life insurance or critical illness. The critical illness insurance, my purpose for this insurance is for income protection, not for um, treatment. Oh. Don't, mis don't make mistake regarding the critical illness insurance. I don't recommend people to buy critical illness for treatment of serious disease. Oh. Because critical illness is not treatment related. For treating serious illness, they should have proper medical insurance, not critical illness insurance. Oh, so but what's the difference between... Let me explain yeah, yeah. to you. Um, for the insurance contract covering those called critical illness, it means that they have the definition. For example, maybe I can put it this way. For average person, when the doctor told him he got cancer, to him, is critical illness. But to the insurance company, the insurance company have some tests for him, for his condition to be qualified as the covered illness under the policy. Oh. 
for example, for cancer being covered as critical illness under the policy means it's an uncontrolled malignant tumor spreading and invading other tissues, which means it's end stage of stage two or entering into stage three cancer. Until that level, the insurance company will pay. Oh, okay. If his condition is not yet reaching that stage, the policy won't pay him anything. Oh, okay. So the, it's the yes. details that matter. Yes. Right? The, the so I would recommend the youngsters, they should look into the critical illness policy to understand what they really mean, what they really do when he got the so-called critical illness in his mind, is it qualified for the policy to pay him the benefit? That was David Wong, Managing Director of Salus Resources.